We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. Rather, listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Feed. I'm Davis Maddock. Joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Nolan here on a Monday morning. We uh, are, are recording this one late. And honestly, you know, sometimes the the, the fresh tilt kind of gets the, the program where it needs to go. But I was much more tilted, like, during the early games. By the time we would have recorded last night, I, I, I would have moved on to um to abject defeat. So I, I don't think I don't think the Monday morning uh, nature of this program is going to change it all that much. No. And, you know, I woke up just like feeling like a failure, woke up cloaked in failure. And uh, the only thing that makes this day better is knowing how goddamn bad Nate's team is. I can't wait to talk about Nate. You are a complete lunatic, bro. There's nothing worse than these Monday morning loss loss episodes where I have to deal with it all night. And no, I have to wake up in the morning. And, and you, you no can't, you can't I mentally. Still, I can't close the windows. You can't mentally can't move on. I close the windows. Yeah. It's, it's Normally, actually horrible. I close the windows. Yeah. And I woke up this morning knowing I'm going to have to deal with this. You're, you're going to have to answer for your transgressions, Nate. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, I guess just to begin with, though, I would, pr- uh, honestly, I would prefer slates like week 10 to slates like week eight and week nine. I mean, week nine, we saw the biggest train, I think, in the history of DraftKings NFL DFS cash games. Week eight was pretty close. Now, both of those weeks went all right for me. I can't remember if you guys, I think, Nate, I you, yeah. yeah, I, th- I think, I think we all did okay. We, uh, we, in, we it, smashed, we smashed, but like, this is the people's favorite show. Yeah, so uh we all lost and and uh, and here's the, here's the thing let me let me just uh piggyback on what you're talking about davis these slates were like you can go in so many directions and there's so many different builds a and lot so of many guys di- who are in play yeah ton of i mean i mean i think these slates are super fun and this is where good players like really make their money 
and we all we all lost. We so all lost. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what that says, but we all like did a different build and we still all lost. So I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, I I think an argument could be made that um that Sammy our on the team that you and I played just ran at about uh two percentile expectation and i don't know what the fuck nate did to to be to be honest um so the cash line in the massive 50 dollars double up the biggest one was 153.88 whirling dervish won the three man 140.08 pathetic Um, i scored 139.28 and uh one mr nathan noling scored 117.64 and and honestly um nate i mean let's just begin right here why did you not play Justin Fields? Like, what is what what possessed you to do this? What what is wrong with you, dude? I just thought. I mean, I thought I thought there was like two QBs. It was Mahomes and Fields. Uh, and... Correct. Those were the only two guys who were in play. If you played, if you played and Tua I... out of fear, I I know people did this. Some people played Tua straight up over Fields out of fear. You can't you can't do that. That is like yeah, a level that is... one mistake. And... That that is unwrapping the entire box of condoms and individually placing each one upon your phallus. I mean, Tua was it, it, Nate. You're a Bears fan. Just to give everyone context, Nate is like oh, I'm, a huge I'm the biggest Bears Fields fan. fan. I'm the biggest Fields fan. I, I mean, I, I've watched every single one of his snaps that he's played at this professional level, and I I'm a huge Fields fan. I, I've watched him since week. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Fields fan. I. The, the issue was the salary was close. Like it, it wasn't a $3,000 Delta. Like it was last week with Allen and fields this week, it was like $1,400 difference between Mahomes in, in a spot where, I mean, Kansas city literally just doesn't run the ball. I mean, they have, they hate the running backs. Uh, Mahomes is like a lock for 303 every week. And the $1,400 difference didn't feel like enough to me this week to pay down. Well, the, the, the good news, the end, good news, Nate, is that you paid a hundred dollars in salary for every point less that Mahomes scored than Fields. Yeah. So good deal. Yeah. So that 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 sucks. But uh, when I went two tight ends, the two tight ends build was so that I could get Mahomes and Tyreek. I think the fishier thing is Davis. Like, how do you go two tight ends and not get not get Tyreek? I didn't. So I didn't play. Two, I didn't play two tight ends. I thought was I the only one with the two tight end team? Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> I thought which which was uh. I mean, every site's optimal. The blended optimal. Everyone was giving you Dulcich and Moreau because Dulcich and Moreau. Uh, there were no wide receivers cheaper than Zay Jones and Mac Collins who were playable. Um. So Donovan Peoples Jones and Cash ended up at sixty one percent. Mac Collins ended up at twenty five percent. Um. And apparently no one, apparently no one played Zay Jones. He was 5%. So everyone did DPJ. So I'll just go. My, my team was Justin Fields, Alvin Kamara, Damian Pierce, Amon Ross St. Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Greg Dolcich, Tony Pollard. And I had the Cardinals defense in swapped when it became clear that I was pretty dead to the Colts defense. I would do that um, 10 times out of 10. I thought, I thought that was the right call. Ended up Costing me some money in the end, but I, I think that is a swap that it's just like defenses are coin flips anyway. The Colts ended up winning that game like very easily could have gone my way. Um, so I think and and so that was one construction, which ended up basically being Amon Ross St. Brown and Juju Smith Schuster instead of uh Mac Hollins and Tyreek Hill. 
felt pretty good about that. And then the other 2v2 of my lineup versus like the, the group construct was instead of playing Foster Moreau and Tyreek, it ended up being 6K wide receiver Tony Pollard. So Pollard Juju versus Tyreek and Foster Moreau. Uh, Foster Moreau ends up outscoring Juju Smith-Schuster because Juju got dirty hit in the second quarter and is probably not going to play for several weeks now. Canarius uh, Tony season, baby. Let's go. Canarius Tony and and Moreau. Uh, Moreau, obviously, uh, you know, just play this fucking asshole four weeks in a row. Guy does absolutely nothing, doesn't crack double digits. And then the one week that uh, that I don't play him and I play Dulcich over him, I mean, of course, of course he has to score his first touchdown of the year. So, and, and I mean, Kamara, seven points, bro. Grow up. This is, I'm actually so, I, I was kind of over it. And now looking at this lineup again, I'm like, I actually played pretty good. I don't think I deserved to get smashed yesterday. I actually think this was the right team. I'm, so I'm, I'm just mad that Foster goddamn Moreau gave us the blade. Like, God damn it. Like, this guy is nonsense. He's garbage. And t- he, I mean, he really is. It's so annoying. Dude, he, he ganked, he gacked a touchdown at the end, too. Like he could have really, really buried us. Really given you the blade. Yeah, I mean, you know, they should have thrown that to Mac Hollins. I am. I mean, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson did miss Dulcich on what would have been like a forty-five yard gain, it and had he fingertips. Yeah, oh. yeah. It and, yeah, like and he, then, then Dulcich never caught another pass. Like, come on. No, dude. no, he did. He did catch another one in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Russell Wilson got a pass batted at the line, and Dulcich grabbed it out of the air, and then it got wiped off by a penalty. <laughs> sweet yeah i mean i guess i guess just at this point don't don't trust the uh the denver broncos uh and then sammy you played the same team i the same basic construct but instead of juju and amon ross st brown you played mac hollins and tyreek hill honestly i this is uh it's it's more uh it's more of uh an art than than uh than you know than than a science and i i just got bad vibes about tyreek yesterday i didn't play him in don't any even. tournaments you, I did. you freaking ran hotter than the sun. I mean, the fact that Tyreek in this in this offense, Tyreek is the highest floor, highest ceiling player we've seen. In- I, I Nate, I don't disagree like, with you. What I'm telling you is, I just got bad vibes. That's all I got. I, I I have no I have no art. I have no or I have no science to back this up. All all I am saying was that I got bad vibes, and that is why Ty- Tyreek has smashed too many weeks in a row. You know, it's like, you like ever, it's like, dude, you ever played, you ever played roulette and it's like, you see red hit four times in a row and you're like, buddy, I'm fucking betting black. That was, that was literally, that was literally my fish thought process. Tyreek at 9,100 was a jam of in. I mean, literally he's the, the most efficient player that we've seen ever. I mean, uh, like from the touches that he gets, what he can do with the ball. I, I am not, I'm not, and, I'm and, not disagreeing with you in any way. And the biggest hit on him was always, oh, the volume's not there. Oh, he's a boomer bust guy. And now he's in an offense where he's literally like the focal point of the way that they move the ball and, the, and what they're trying to do. And so the volume concerns aren't there. He should be $10,000 and I'd still play him in cash. Well, uh, well, how expensive would a Tony Pollard have to be for you to play him in cash, Nate? <laughs> yeah Nate, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's going on what's yeah. going on here dude so the two teams that i was stuck with at lock were it was the it was like a 3v3 and it was mahomes juju and dulcich versus fields hollins and pollard um and i honestly just i couldn't pull the trigger on two of these 4k dust wide receivers i felt good about dpj that's why that's like, why my team was objectively the best 
And I was like, I'm just not playing Mac Collins. I'm just not going to do it. Um, and I felt like the Juju Mahomes combo just had such a higher floor. And then, I mean, Juju. Oh, Juju, Juju. You, you both played Juju. Juju was yeah. well, he was well on his way to a, to a six for one twelve game. Like he would have been, yeah. he would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, so that, I mean, yards per honestly, catch. that sounds like, like Juju. When I look at that 3v3, I mean, I'm literally staring at it still because I have all the windows open on my art studio that I was looking at. But, yeah, I mean, it's literally my 3v3 was Fields, Matt Collins, Tony Pollard versus Mahomes, Juju, and Dulcich. And, honestly, I still think Mahomes and Juju, even with the way that this slate played out, is just a much higher floor than going with Dulcich or going with Fields and Pollard. Or Fields, Pollard, and Collins. But, I mean, when Fields puts up more than Mahomes, Pollard – leads all running back and scores there's nothing yeah dude like i mean you looking you looking not, you at not have walked in a catch this week without tony pollard like, looking looking at tony pollard gift horse in the mouth like what are people gonna learn dude this guy tony pollard in his career has three starts he has over 500 scrimmage yards and six touchdowns in those starts he is unstoppable he he simply cannot be stopped by mike mccarthy by a D it just it just simply does not matter and I saw in, in you know in in all my discords and slacks and everything I saw people passing around this um this quote that Pollard had after the last start saying he was oh you know he was gassed and uh the running back coach saying yeah you know we want to keep him in that in that 30 guy plays 72 snaps handles every red zone touch like you just I know I lost yesterday and, and people who played against me, you know, GG's to me if if you uh beat me or whatever. But if you did not play Pollard, you gotta reevaluate some shit. That is a free he was only fifty-five percent owned in the massive fifty dollar double up. He should have been eighty percent, just as owned as fields, basically. You gotta reevaluate, Nate. You gotta reevaluate. Yeah, bad. I mean, bad. we haven't even talked about the most egregious thing that Nate did where he played Travis Etienne who in the massive $50 double up, I guess he was 25%. So I guess Travis Etienne don't, I'm, I'm not going to take any shade for that. Travis Etienne. Was you played Etienne straight up over Pollard. Yes. No, bad. bad, uh, bad. If, they, if, they, if they were the no. same price, I think it's, I think it's defensible. No, I, if anything, I played Etienne over Kamara. Etienne was a cheaper version of Kamara that I thought like, Oh, ET, ETN doesn't get the, the passing volume Kamara gets. He does. They just haven't been, like, situationally. Nate, Nate, he has zero games with more than three receptions this season. Is, is that is that Kamara-ish, Nate? I mean, don't get me wrong. ETN is a complete boss, and he's getting a ton of work, and... All this stuff. I mean, he's real good, but like Kamara, Kamara had more receptions generated in his first four games of the season than ETN has all year. By the way, I'm pretty chapped about this goddamn. I, I am extremely chapped about like, this. Pitts, Kamara Pittsburgh thing. sucks ass, bro. Like what? What? It just wasn't in the dome, so he can't get it done. Like, I, what's I the guess deal? I, I, and I'm looking at the usage. It's like there's nothing to indicate from like the usage that he should have busted. He got he got a bunch of targets. He played 79 percent of the snaps. Wait, how many? How many? Tar- I thought he only got like three targets or something. Three or four. No, he got he, he got, got less targets than he got. He, he got five, but New Orleans had 21 minutes of possession they uh converted three of 12 fourth downs they they had 10 penalties 
on offense. They lost. They fumbled twice. They had Pathetic. 186 total yards of offense against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, for Christ's sakes. With Minka Fitzpatrick out, like, go retire. Jesus Christ. Andy Dalton, get out. I mean, okay. like, that is that is a game that is just begging for Jameis to come in. If the offense is really that bad, like, I get if they're winning games, if it's close and Dalton is just kind of keeping things, you know, in, in order or whatever. But they, that is completely inexcusable. I'll tell you this. I'm actually surprised, a little surprised Pollard was that high owned because it wasn't because Zeke wasn't ruled, ruled out. It was because it was because the, the field sharp, bro. ETR and uh, Cardi both moved him out, both, both, both put Pollard in and moved Zeke out. So that's going to influence people. So yeah. let's uh, the, the other team that was, was quite popular uh, Nate's team was not popular. It was the team that Levitan played, which got there 160.18 points. So Levitan did the two tight end team, but he did Barkley, Tyreek, and Smith Schuster. So we played DPJ, Dulcich, Moreau, Barkley, and he didn't play. He didn't play Kamara or, most importantly, Damian Pierce. So he got off of Damian Pierce's dust. Yeah, Damian Pierce points. is the thing I feel the worst about. Damian Pierce. So I don't feel bad about the ETN over Kamara thing. I actually, I think I would do that again. Um, ETN, ETN at $400 cheaper than Kamara. I think I, yeah, I would do that again. I wouldn't do Pierce over Pollard. That was insane. I mean, that, I I thought, I just thought Pierce was still really good. So I played, I I played all three of them. Pierce's volume is incredible, but like the fact that I played two running backs and not one of them was Tony Pollard and I, and I, had Pierce yes. I should have that's bad also I, I mean I, are people ETN over Kamara I don't I don't think that's that bad also I mean I I'm quite surprised that St. Brown ended up being not like 70% owned I mean what, what more people, people paid want? up for Tyreek yeah. yeah he was he was he was definitely one of the best plays of the but slate St. Brown St. Brown was the best wide receiver play of the slate man I should have uh, Tyreek was 37% owned Juju was like 36% owned you couldn't you couldn't have a build of Tyreek Juju. Anyway. I, I mean, I just think it is like from a median projection perspective, I don't see how St. Brown and Smith Schuster doesn't out project Tyreek and Matt Collins. That was really the 2v2. And I don't see how you can feel better about Tyreek and Matt. Like, Matt Collins stinks, dude. What are what are we doing with Matt God, Collins? God, remember, remember that week when Nate played Hollins, like week three or whatever? Yeah, I haven't and touched he- him since. You got to know when to play these guys. Mac Collins, Mac Collins, since that game, has maxed out at eleven PPR points per game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over three hundred and fifty million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I guess it was. You so the reason to take the chips off the table, you got to know when to take the chips. The off reason the why people got jazzed about Hollins was Renfro went on IR, and they were playing against this catastrophe of a Colts team, and then they end up losing. I mean, Hollins. I guess to be fair to the Hollins people, he played ninety six percent of the snaps. He got six targets. I mean, it's not. It's not like the worst play in the world, but. As, I, as a as a Hollins person, uh, thank you for throwing those uh, secondary stats out. Davis. But I just I just better. think the only I, reason Hollins was okay is because of Tyreek and how crazy Tyreek's projection was yeah. on this slate. But I think we, I think have, people <laughs> I think people were getting a little light on how good Amon Ross St. Brown is in in games where the Lions are going to be forced to move. I mean, he is. It's it's like, dude, he's pretty much locked in to six for sixty at the worst in a game where Goff has to throw thirty five times. That's like about as yeah, bad as and, he can do. And I don't think people realize like with Hawkinson gone, the amount of volume he's like guaranteed a thirty to thirty five percent target share every single week. And at sixty nine hundred, even though it wasn't a dome, he was a good play. And yeah. the Bears defense it, absolutely stinks butt. It was it was but out I of the, it was think, out of the dome. I, that, that's what got me. I was like, well, maybe he only goes like seven for eighty five or something. Yeah, I, and I do think Juju was like a really good play at that price too. Like Juju over the last couple of weeks has become, and I'm I'm not I was not a Juju seasonal guy coming into the year. I ripped on you guys quite a bit, but Juju he's got he's got a has he's got a really good role now. And I thought so specifically with the Juju thing, I was pretty confident that the Hardman injury was going to move him like almost a hundred percent of his snaps in the slot, and that is what was happening. Um, obviously, until he. He died. <laughs> yeah. Fucking brutal. Kadarius. Yeah, Kadarius. Uh, Kadarius, by the way, at, at 5,000. Uh, I, I did not play any of him in my tournament lineups. Um, You're a coward. Well, okay, let's let's just go. Let's just go there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now. Have we have we said Nate's team out loud? No, no. So let's I'll do walk it. Oh God, the people gotta hear this. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith Schuster, Donovan Peoples Jones, Greg Dulcich. Foster Murrow and Cardinals D. Jesus H. This this guy played two tight ends, did not play Tony Pollard, and did not play Justin Fields. Well, you don't play two two tight ends and punt at <laughs> you, you you pay two tight ends so that you can get the top price wide receiver and the top price quarterback. Like that's why you do it. That's the Nate, that's this the was this this was this I, was I, I think I think this was a bitch. mentally weak moment. I think this was you you I think in, in your heart of hearts you were like, I can't really pay sixty five hundred dollars for Justin Fields. I think that's what you did. No, honestly, it came down to I'm not playing two of these dust four K wide receivers. I'm not playing freaking Matt Collins again. Yeah. You got All it. Right. You got let's, it, Davis. Let's do let's do let's do the tournament teams. Um I uh, obviously did not play Justin Fields yesterday, so I didn't bink anything. My primary strategy was giga stacking the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs game, uh, the team that I played in the spy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes double stacked with Juju Smith-Schuster and Travis Kelsey, double bring back with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. I played Tony Pollard at 36%. Damian Pierce at 24%, I actually thought was fine. I, I, I thought 24%, given that 
Uh, one, I don't think the Giants are very good, and he does have this gargantuan role. I thought that was fine. I used Traylon Burks as my uh, salary guy, and and Traylon I actually thought was going to be more owned than he ended up being, 8% in the spy. I would make that play again. He played 56% of the snaps. The Titans uh, threw more than anticipated. He got six targets. Uh, six targets for 3K, a guy as good as him. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, the play I don't feel good about, was the Vikings defense? I I thought with with Allen starting, I thought that they would be closer to like eight nine percent. No, they still ended up super chalk 18, 19, 20 percent in yeah. these big tournaments. I I and obviously they ended up getting there thanks to uh that absolutely insane ending sequence of the game. Buddy, that was off the rails from a yeah. real football standpoint. That was the best game I've watched in yeah. Years. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, I mean, it wasn't as good as the Bills Chiefs playoff game, but it was, I mean. Dude, that, that Justin Jefferson catch, I, that has to be the greatest catch of all. I, it's good. I mean, considering the stakes. Context included, that has to be the greatest catch of all time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I definitely agree. So I, I was big, uh, I, I was big on that Kansas City Jacksonville Jaguars game. I mean, how many times did Trevor Lawrence end up throwing it? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Like I like I that like the the thesis was basically the the Chiefs get up twenty one to zero at the at the end of the first half and then Lawrence chucks it fifty five times that's pretty much what ended up happening but obviously what you needed to win I mean the team that won the two hundred k spy yesterday scored twenty more points than everyone else listen to this fucking team unbelievable oh Justin Fields Saquon Barkley Travis Etienne but but wait Christian Watson. 35 points. Mon Ross St. Brown, 25. Christian Kirk, 34. Cole Komet, 23. Jeff Wilson Jr., 25. Vikings defense, 15. 238 points to win the spy. Unbelievable stuff. Alpha. Alpha. He's probably the only person in the whole tournament who played Christian Watson. He was, he was, uh, he was two, he was 2.8%. So a couple people. No way. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he got a little bit of pub. There were a couple sites. Uh, our friends over at FTN. Uh, we're, we're on him pretty big. And I like, sometimes when those guys blow up, you're like, there was no way that was a good play. I actually, I think it was totally reasonable. Um, I just, I mean, obviously me personally, I'm not playing any Packers, but, uh, I, I think it, I think it was totally fine. But the, the thing that people love to see is, uh, Nate, what, what did you roll out there, buddy? What, what, what galaxy brain nonsense Uh, do we we have from Mr. Nolan today? Uh, I don't think this one is as Galbrand as usual. Uh, I I have been looking at the way I construct. So this one's not as stack. <laughs> no, this one's actually not as Galbrand. Uh, so I went Josh Allen. I mean, I thought the Josh like this was this starting. was a great spot. I I gotta compliment you, uh, Josh um, Allen at these percentages was great. So I got Josh Allen in the hundred in the hundred K red zone at two point seven percent, which I would do a hundred every time. Um, yeah. Which so which Josh wide receivers Allen, did you went, use? So I went Devin Singletary and Dawson Knox. I thought that if he was hurt at all, what you would get is more dump offs to Singletary and more throws to Knox versus kind of the deeper shots to Gabe Davis and um, and Diggs. Uh, so I felt good about that. And then I brought it back with Jefferson um, and being able to get both Allen and Jefferson felt great. Uh, also paid up for Tyreek. Like I said, I, I couldn't have been higher on Tyreek. My projection for Tyreek like basically broke everything. Um, and then I had a, a Traylon Burks as my kind of punt uh, to make it work. And then I had a Damian Pierce, Texans D um, correlation, but 
yeah, I didn't get there. One thirty-seven point eight. But wow, this is yeah. this is a this is a wild week. Nate bones it off in cash and puts together a good tournament lineup. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time on tournaments this week, and <laughs> maybe it screwed my cash teams. <laughs> and then you didn't play Pollard in cash. This is a good lineup, Nate. I like this. Um, my I, lineup. I played. I played a Josh Allen team in the smaller red zone as well. I mean, it just it did. I mean, obviously. Nothing ended up mattering yesterday because of Comet and uh, and Fields. Uh, uh, Fields, yeah. But I, I I did think the the Josh Allen. Uh, I by the way, I always use Dawson Knox with Josh Allen because it just it just fills tight end. It just and works. Like, it just yeah, works. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I I triple stack Josh Allen of mine. I did Singletary, Gabe Davis, and Dawson Knox. Alpha Alpha status. Yeah. Well, did did buddy? Did, did, did you bring it back matter? with Jefferson? Yes, bring it back with yeah. Jefferson? Brought, brought it back with Jefferson, and, and of course, not even fucking close because Justin Fields. Yeah, um, I played this in the hundred dollar, the big spy, and I actually did cash. I finished like two forty third, something like that. Um, I stacked Lawrence and Christian Kirk, and brought it back like a stone ass alpha with Kadarius Tony. Amazing, amazing yeah. alpha play. I mean, all you had to do was was have two in game wide receiver injuries, and you were five thousand dollar Kadarius Tony. What percent was he on? Like two. Uh, let's see. Kadarius was uh uh five point two percent. So That's one out of every it's a scientific fact. One out of every twenty people is an alpha. Um. Yeah, I mean, Kadarius Tony was gonna smash. He he did he did end up playing twenty eight snaps yesterday, which I guess was higher. I mean, obviously because Juju got injured in the middle of the game. So good for you, bud. Thanks, man. Thanks. I uh, I was I was big on Tony in the tournaments, and obviously ran ran real hot with that. I played uh, Chubb and Pollard. I thought Chubb was one of these guys who like had. Of running backs, he had close to the highest ceiling and uh, was just going to be sparsely owned, and he was 5.5% owned. Um, and then I played Justin Jefferson as a one-off, which was a big smash, and then I had a mini correlation with our boy Dawson Knox. But this, uh, oh, I played the Steelers DST because New Orleans. I, I played I played a bunch of the Steelers DST instead of the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Dalton's just a, a freaking train wreck. And uh, TJ Watt was back. I don't know if you know who TJ Watt is, Davis, but uh, defensive he's, player. He's that's not the. He's not the. He's not the <laughs> mega. The, that, the that's mega, what killed. The that's mega right. defensive end is the guy who plays for the 49ers. TJ Watt is 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 JJ Watt's little brother, right? But then dude. the the TJ well, Watson TJ Watson monster dude yeah he's like he's like an actual single player that changed did he that is did he win is he the guy who won defensive player of the year instead of Donald last year yeah 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 that seems he's, bad yeah uh, Nate's Nate's right we shouldn't have played Camara because because TJ Watt was back in you gotta you gotta be aware of the individual defensive matchups go. to get your hand in the dirt when the heartbeat of the defense is back Davis they they just they're gonna play with more heart. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I say I, I buried the lead because I had one last roster spot in this lineup, and I used it on dun 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 Mac Holland. I was gonna say it sounds like a Mac Holland spot for sure. Just, shit, just I a mean, shit play. God I wasn't damn. gonna play. Well, I mean, DPJ ended up being really popular in in these tournaments. because DPJ, like, DPJ A is like actually getting volume at that price. Yeah, like 
his targets have been consistent. And there's all those, I don't buy into the nonsense, but there's the Amari Cooper splits. I, I, that's why that's literally like I was debating Matt Collins versus DPJ and I was like, Oh, it's on the road. You got to play DPJ. And said like a hundred percent. I mean, I, mean, really I, I, I would have played athlete like this can't sleep on the road. Like he just can't. I, I, that's literally, like I, I, Nate, I literally am such a fucking nerd about like all this sleep stuff and how it impacts performance. I literally think it's that Amari Cooper does not get good sleep unless he's at his house. That's my working. Theory. Somebody get this guy a loop band and help him with his sleep. Let's get him on the Huberman lab podcast. And talk yeah. About we gotta, sleep. we I gotta mean, get this guy thing. taking Apigen in before bed. Like we need to, we like, he's got to figure maybe, it out because maybe, maybe the carnivore diet. Guy some magnesium well. <laughs> and some solid oh man yeah he needs he needs sleepy tea magnesium <laughs> apigenin and and he needs to he needs to get he needs a car he needs to get him some blue light bed. blockers yeah teammates need to get him some blue light blockers this needs to be solved so i i i've noticed um this i i think there's like kind of a new meta for tournaments which is i think you just don't fight the chalk at running back for the most part but I think the place to get to 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 be purposely differentiating is the high upside expensive wide receiver. So for example, Lamb yesterday, two percent, forty-one points. Justin mm. Jefferson, two percent, thirty-eight points. Christian Watson. Justin Jefferson at two point four percent. Like, come on. But and, and then look, you know, the ownership, D- DPJ, 31%, 14 Juju, I mean, he got hurt, but whatever. Now, Kirk and Amon Ross St. Brown smashed, but Tyreek, Waddle, uh, MBS, Hollins, Claypool, Pickens, Amari, like these guys all pretty much suck. So I, I, this is the way I've been, and obviously this is like a really tired talking point and people are so sick of it by week 10 of the season because the chalk has been getting there so hard. I've made a pretty significant change in how I mess with teams, which is I'm not consciously being like, if this is the most owned stack, I can't play it. Or if this quarterback is going to be 15%, I can't play it. Or if this running back is 35%, I can't play him. What I'm more trying to do is get direct leverage in like two or three spots, avoid playing the most owned defense, and then just kind of letting the chips fall where it may because projections are too good and the field is too good that I think a lot of the times, I mean, we saw it yesterday, like Fields was 30%, Komet was 15%. And like, if you didn't have those guys, you were, you were dead. You were stone dead and I'm, I'm just not fighting that anymore nate let's get a yeah, take I, I have no like analysis i feel so humbled <laughs> i can't give any analysis but i do think like that's where the upside has always been i think wide receivers the the volatility and just what they can put up um so anytime you can get a justin jefferson or a cd lamb or these guys who are capable of 40 point smashes at two percent you're just not you're just not going to get that from these from these chalk running backs as often. I mean, yeah. and especially because there's not a two percent well, owned running back that's going to put up forty. Exactly. Time, right. But exactly. but I think it's I think it's all I think that's always been true. I, yeah, I it's not new. It's just coming to full fruition at this point. Well, yeah. what's 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 different is that a guy who maybe would have been twenty percent two or three years ago is now forty percent. Right. Like like you're not having people randomly playing just like bad plays like the the field the field is just not really wasting their time on like stone bad plays anymore basically Which yeah is, except for Matt yeah. Collins sure hey I mean he played 96 percent of the snaps buddy you you know nah, god damn it 
God damn Nate, it. Nate, Justin Fields is seven thousand six hundred against the Atlanta Falcons this next week. What are your What are your thoughts? I have not like been this into a NFL quarterback in so long because honestly, I don't know if you guys know how bad the Bears QBs have been over the years. But this is oh, the most I, I'm, I'm roughly I'm roughly so I'm really it. struggling with like this mental bias here of like how much I love Fields and trying to tamper that down for my DFS exposure. And this week, I should have just jammed him. All right, let's I mean, get out of he's, here. He's legit Lamar Jackson. I mean. Well, Lamar's much more efficient passer, but he can get there. This dude has set the NFL record for, for rushing yards over a five-yard sample for QBs. This is. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I mean, uh, wait, oh, let's, let's, uh, let's leave it. Let's leave it with this. Uh, let's do. Where does Justin Fields rank in the NFL in total rushing yards? Not, not, not rushing yards for a quarterback. Not. Not not anything else. Where do you guys think Justin Fields ranks in the NFL in just pure rushing yards through 10 games? Uh, I'm going eighth. Nathan? Oh, no, I'm going way higher. I'm going top five, and I'm saying he's behind only, like, maybe Derrick Henry. And I'm, he might even be, like, top two or three. He's, he's sixth behind Saquon, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs and Damian Pierce. More rushing yards than Dalvin Cook. More rushing yards than way more rushing yards than Lamar, Ramondre, Jonathan Taylor, Kenneth Walker, Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey. Sixth in the NFL in rushing yards. And this man okay, is eligible take, at quarterback. Hot, hot take, he ends the year top three. Because the first three weeks of the season, he barely ran. I think that um I I I don't I don't want to be this guy. I do think there's gonna be a little bit of a correction here for him. Um, I hope I'm wrong. He's because, not going to rush for 150 a game. Well, what no, I think is good. So, so, up. so the back end, the back end of their schedule, um, it, it's not going to come these next two weeks because they play the Falcons and the Jets, but they go Packers, Eagles, Bills for three weeks after that. I, I predict a little bit of an adjustment period for, you for know, Bills. you know, it's been the goddamn coolest that he's like hanging out at like 70, 60 yards, like by halftime. And you're like, Oh, he should get there. And then he just and then whips he just, off a 70 yard, 40 yeah. yard touchdown. And you're like, Oh snaps. I'm going to be rich. I mean, we, we actually did not get rich, but still it was still cool. Yeah. I mean, we needed Sammy. I mean, for, for us to have gotten there yesterday, we just needed Juju to not, Get her. I, th- I think a Juju played. Sammy that didn't play I, I didn't. I didn't play Juju. We needed Camara oh. to just not. Well, get I mean, that was never going to happen. You can't get TJ Watt and the Steelers, bro. Yeah. I mean, what were yeah. we doing? Should have known. Right. I, I blame let's, myself. Let's get. Let's get out of here, guys. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week.